0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 767. Today we're talking more about Rogue One and things that we learned or didn't learn last week, and this time we're talking about the U-Wing, the new vehicle from Rogue One. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnigan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and things that we learned or didn't learn, basically for example yesterday we talked about the Rogue One commercial that dropped last week and discovered that there wasn't any new footage in there that we hadn't already seen, there was only the difference in the tagline instead of a rebellion built on hope. They shortened it and made it Hope Begins with Rebellion for the commercial. So that was yesterday. This is today. And today we're talking about the U-Wing, which is the new vehicle for the Rebellion that's appearing in Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Now, last week on the Star Wars show, which is the YouTube show that premieres every Wednesday on Star Wars' YouTube channel, and also on their new Star Wars After Show, which is hosted on the Verizon YouTube channel. They talked about the U-Wing and gave a little bit of information about it and about where we actually have seen it before. So Matt Martin from the Lucasfilm story group popped up into the show, literally popped up. It was a funny little uh, slide whistle effect that went along with it. Well done, guys. Well done all around. So they showed a still photo, a previously unreleased still photo from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, showing the U-Wing in its natural environment, as it were. It's shown outside the Massassi Temple on Yavin 4. And they also showed reference animation from ILM that displays the U-Wing in both of its configurations, with the wings pointed forward, as we saw in that production still photo, and also with the wings scooped back. And whether it has the wings pointed forward or whether they're swooped back has something to do with where it is in terms of troop deployment because it is designed to swoop down in heavy fire zones and deploy a set of troops and get back out of there before it gets blown up. Presumably this is the kind of ship that when we see Jin Erso in the the behind-the-scenes footage from Rogue One saying, may the force be with us, they are riding in the troop compartment that is on the underbelly of one of these U-Wings. You can't really see the troop compartment in the ILM reference animation, but you can see it from the side in the production still photo that they show. And we have screenshots of all of this at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com. Now here's the rub about reveals that are not exactly reveals. Matt Martin did share that if you were at Celebration Anaheim and you saw the image of the concept art from Rogue One, then you saw the U-wing troop transport already. It is depicted in that concept art with the rebel troops getting off of it. And it sort of looked almost Snowspeeder Airspeeder-like at the time, like the T-47s, like that sort of thing. Although the wings pointed forward initially reminded me of Zam Wessel's speeder that we see her flying around in Attack of the Clones that Anakin jumps out of his own speeder and free falls onto just amazingly. Although, of course, Zam's speeder, those wings don't fold back. Those are just fixed things, but just happened to remind me of it, basically. And Justin Bolger, who used to be with the Force cast, who eventually left and then became a social media strategist for Lucasfilm, was talking about the cobbled-together nature of the U-Wings look in the Star Wars after show and pointed out that the cockpit sort of looks like a Y-Wing cockpit and it looks like they grafted these X-Wing style engines on it and it's almost as if it's reflective of the Rebellion itself just being cobbled together from all these spare parts and them not having a lot of money to pay for these things and income just giving them ships based on random things that they find laying around their warehouse or something like that and saying oh you know we've got this part from this and that part from that and well here you go. And I think that's a pretty apt description, so right on Justin, as usual. And I'm glad to see him being involved in the Star Wars After Show, although Andy Gutierrez did say that there might be a different lineup of panelists that they would be drawing potentially from a range of Lucasfilm employees. So on the one hand, yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to see who else they bring in for this After Show. And on the other hand, I hope Justin gets to be on there more often than not because I dig his insight and analysis. I liked it on the Force cast when he was there, and I'm glad to be able to see him step out from behind the screen as it were to share some of his insights as well so there's a star wars show on wednesdays and now there's a star wars after show on thursdays huh i think newt gunray said it best this is getting out of hand now there are two of them okay so maybe newt's exaggerating the point a little bit it's not exactly out of hand the shows aren't a real big time commitment they're around seven to ten minutes long or so kind of like the length of this podcast, isn't it? And a lot of times they're actually breaking news. I mean, they're talking about news in general, but sometimes it's actually stuff like, hey, here's the reveal of the new U-Wing, for example. So it's definitely worth checking out. And the chemistry between Andy and Peter, the show's co-hosts, is good and fun. And so far, based on this first installment of the after show, you know that looks pretty promising as well. It's the kind of insider talk and discussion that You know, could be really fascinating. I don't know if we're necessarily going to get any juicy reveals out of it or anything like that, but I think it's going to give us some interesting insights for sure. And I'd love to know what you think about the Star Wars show now that they've got three months in the books. Chime in in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, it's time for a trivia question for you. May the Force be with us. Last time I asked you if you could name at least four different Force abilities that Kylo Ren demonstrates in The Force Awakens. The four that I have for you are telekinesis, mind reading, freezing people and objects, and knocking people unconscious. Now, you could argue with me that when Kylo Ren throws Rey into the tree near the end of The Force Awakens, that that might be a Force push, which might be a fifth, or it could just be telekinesis, him grabbing her body, basically, and throwing it around. You could also argue with me that mind reading is just Part of what he does with Poe and Ray, that he actually does some sort of psychological torture or some actual physical torture of their minds when he is mind-reading them, and maybe that's another Force ability, but there's a reason why it was phrased the way it was, name at least four of them. And if you've got more or you want to debate that point, then hey, chime in in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. And in the meantime, today's trivia question is, what Force abilities does Ray demonstrate in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you try to rescue the Chancellor, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a scheme by a grievous, it's destiny unleashed.